Welcome to Victory Church Podcast. At Victory, we are committed to connecting people to God, His church and their purpose. For more information, visit victorychurch.net.au. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Amen. So this morning, He shall be called Almighty God. The Hebrew translation for Almighty God is El Gibor. El, which simply means God, and Gibor, which means hero. He is our hero God. God Almighty means hero God. Now, I don't know if there's anyone here who's ever played the superhero game. You know, where you take two superheroes and you face them off against each other and you decide which one you think would win based on their abilities. Has anyone ever played that? Or is it just, oh, oh, pick me. So for example, Wonder Woman versus Batman. Wonder Woman versus Batman. I mean, seriously, I know what you're thinking. It's not even a competition. I mean, a woman who has an invisible jet who has a magic lasso, who looks that good in lycra and spandex, goes like this. You know, when she turns around, I'm showing my age because that's the 70s, when she goes like this. And she fights in high heels. I mean, come on, Batman. I mean, I'm Batman. That's as good as he can do. I'm like, you live in a cave. Your friends are bats. Like, really? How do you compare to Wonder Woman? All right. So you know what? For me, it might be different for you, but Wonder Woman, pff, Batman. No. <laughs> okay, here's another one if you're you know, struggling with that. What about Hulk versus Superman? Ooh. Give me a Hulk. Give me a Superman. Do you notice how that's higher pitched, the Superman? I'll tell you why. Hulk's big. He's green, he's got muscles, brawn. Don't know about brain, but he's got brawn. But Superman, I mean, how cute is he? (laughs) It's like, it's no competition. Hulk, sorry, good, but Superman, whew, Superman. But I'm here to tell us this morning that the greatest Superman ever to walk the earth is Jesus. Jesus beats them all. doesn't matter which superheroes you place up against each other. Okay, maybe you think Superman will beat one, whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm here to tell us this morning that Jesus beats them all. And He beats them all simply because He's real. Jesus is our divine hero, a God who does heroic acts. He's the strongest of all the superheroes. He proved it when it came to Calvary. On the cross, He took on the sins of everyone, those who had been, those who are, and those who are still to come. He's the strongest of all the superheroes. He's the wisest of all the superheroes. When the Pharisees were trying to trap Him, they'd say, well, what about this or what about that? Should we give, pay money to Caesar? Should we do this? Jesus just cuts it across and says, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, give to God what is God's. He's the smartest, the wisest. He's the most caring. Ask the woman caught in the act of adultery. When brought before her accusers and brought before Jesus and they wanted to throw the law at her and throw the stones And he bent down and he just said, he who is without sin cast the first stone. He's the wisest and he's the most caring and he's the most powerful. 
because He defeated death. Scripture says He holds in His hands the keys to hell. He defeated death. You wanna talk about who's a superhero? Then Jesus is our superhero. You know, the dictionary definition says that a hero is one who's endowed with great strength and ability. And we love as human um, kind to just edify heroes. We love to see stories of where people have overcome and they've shown great strength and great uh, capabilities. And I think that's great to to say, you know what, this person, let's honour them because they've been a hero, because they've done this and they've done that. But we have to remember that human heroes have limitations. Hollywood heroes, well, again, sorry for the news flash, but they're not real, okay? The good news is that God, Jesus, is our divine hero. There is nothing too hard for God. He is without limit. Jeremiah 32 verse 17 says this, Ah, sovereign Lord, You have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. God Almighty, He shall be called our hero God. Jesus' name reveals something of who He is and what He alone can provide for you and I. So then the question has to be asked, what is it as hero God can He do for us? Well, Warren Wearsby answers that by saying this, the history of mankind has been the story of discovery of power and the application of that power. First, it was manpower, then horsepower, then steam power and electric power, and now atomic power. Each step on the power path has enriched mankind both materially and financially. But it's doubtful that we are richer spiritually, he goes on to say. We are able to harness today the power of the universe, but we can't control ourselves or keep selfish people from destroying the world and its people. The basic power needed today is a spiritual power and the source of that power is Jesus Christ. As wonderful counsellor, we learned last week that Jesus deals with the dullness and the decisions of life. And this week, as almighty God, hero God, we learn that Jesus deals with the demands of life. So how does he deal with the demands of life? By providing you and I with a power, not a power that's uh, reliant on us, but a power of supernatural strength that only comes from the living God. And that power helps us deal with the demands of life that you and I face day in and day out. And so this morning, just quickly, I wanna talk about three things I believe that that power that hero God provides for us does for us. And the first one is, he helps us with the demands of life by his power working in you. Look at your neighbour and say, in you. Now look at your other neighbour and say, no, 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 I mean in you. (laughs) 
Jesus deals with the demands that life has on you and I by His power working in you. I'm not sure how you came in to the auditorium this morning. I'm not sure if you came in with the weight of the world on your shoulders. I don't know if you're full of fear and anxiety to the future. I know that Christmas is around the corner and for many of us, Christmas is a great time where we just celebrate family and friends. But I understand that for some people, it's an anxious time. It's a heart-wrenching time because it's a reminder of what we don't have or a reminder of the pain in which we're walking through. I don't know what's going on in the inside of you this morning. Maybe you've been struggling at work and you're thinking, you know what, I'm, I'm wrestling with thoughts of um, capabilities and, and doubting my ability and can I do this? Maybe there's a relational tension somewhere between husband and wife or with your kids or some sort of family. I don't know what's going on in you, how you walked, with what disposition you walked in here this morning. But what I do know is that God is working in you. Philippians 2 verse 13 says this, For it is God who works in you, both to will and to work for His good pleasure. Perhaps you're here this morning and you said, that's it, I'm done. You walked in to say, I'm not doing it anymore. I've been battling this uh, insecurity for many years. I've been trying to deal with this unforgiveness. I've been trying to get over this offence. I've been trying. You just said, you know what? It's kind of like every time I start a diet, I think I'm not going to eat this. And what do I do? I eat it. I find myself just like the Apostle Paul who says, the good that I want to do, that I don't do. But the bad that I don't want to do, that I so easily do. Oh, wretched man I am. I'm like, good news for us this morning. Yes, we're wretched men and women. There is no hope for us. Woohoo! Except God. God, hero God, whose power is at work in you. I want to remind you this morning that the God who flicked the sun and the moon place, the God who threw the stars into the heaven as if they were glitter, the God who spoke and the earth formed, the God who spoke and then the waves, then He filled the sea with fish and everything teeming. And then He laid animals out on that. Then He made you and I. Then He comes and He heals sick bodies. He heals broken hearts. He heals broken relationships. He comes and takes on the sin of the world. And then He comes and beats the demonic powers and holds the key of death and hell in His hand. That power is at work in you. That power is at work in you. Yes, you may have unforgiveness. Yes, you may have um, offence. Yes, you may have an addiction. Maybe it's an uh, alcohol problem or a smoking, whatever it is. I'm here to say this morning, the same power, the power that did that for Christ is at work in you. It's at work in you, hero God. The promise given 700 years before He came. The promise that says that power is at work in you. And I want to remind you this morning that it doesn't matter what's happening in you. God's power is at work in you. Ephesians 3.20 says this, God can do anything, you know, far more than you could ever imagine or guess 
or request in your wildest dreams. And he does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us, his spirit deeply and greatly within us. You might be sitting there saying, but you don't get it. It's too hard for me. I'm saying, yes, I get it and I know and you're right. It is too hard for you. But God's power is at work in you. So it's not too hard for God's power at work in you. And I know we've referred to it many times, but with 2016 being the year that it was and Tony being as sick as he was, I was thrust from being the girl who uh, liked to walk beside her husband to being the girl who had to walk in front of her husband. You see, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm a reluctant leader. I never asked for leadership. I, in fact, when I sit with people and they talk to me, their aspirations about leadership, I think they're insane. I'm like, seriously, why do you want leadership? I've tried to run from it my entire life. But when the gift and the calling's there, you can't. And for the first, I'd have to say maybe 20 years is an exaggeration, maybe 16. But for the first 16 years of Victory Church existence, it really was Tony's church of which I, walk, I loved to support him. I loved to walk behind him and just whatever you want to do, babes, I'm with you all the way. <laughs> I'm, I know where I am. I'm with you all the way. <laughs> to probably seven years ago, God doing a work in me, I think I moved from being behind to being beside. And okay, cool, you know, we can do this together and I get it. I'm here to compliment you. But, but the natural inclination of my heart is I'd rather be behind. And 2016 came and I had to, not of any choice of my own, not even of any choice of Tony, I had to move from being side to being in front. And I can tell you categorically, everything in me just said, I can't do this, Lord. I was so used to saying, people would come into my office, I was so used to saying, you need to run that by Tony. You need to make an appointment with Tony. You need to go see Tony. You need to go. Well, you can't do that when Tony's fighting for his life in hospital. It's like, actually, all of a sudden, the buck stopped with me. The language had to be, you need to see me, you need to see me, you need to see me. And then I had to get on my knees and say, God, I need to see you, I need to see you, I need to see you. And every time you think, but I can't do this, it's like, hero God said to me, no, but Kath, you don't get it. I'm working in you. It's not about you, it's about me. So I'm here to tell you today, whatever it is, the demand of life that's going on on the inside, you're right, you can't do it. But hero God can and He's working in you. And the good news is you don't have to wait until you die and be with Him in heaven. Right here, right now, no matter how weak you feel, hero God is here to work in you. You're stronger than you think you are because hero God is working in you. We're talking about how hero God helps us with the demands of life. Maybe you're here and it's like, it's not what's going on in me that is concerning me and weighing me down, but perhaps it's what's going on around me. And I want to remind us again, this power that we've been talking about, it's not only working in you, this power works for you. Have a look in uh, Josiah, Josiah, Joshua 23, Verses 9 to 11, it says, The Lord has driven out before you great and powerful nations. 
To this day, no one has been able to withstand you. One of you routes a thousand because the Lord, your God, fights for you just as He promised. Is there something out of your control today? Is there something bringing you grief that you've, despite your best efforts, you just can't get any further? My encouragement to you this morning is this. Hero God works for you. I shared only a couple of weeks ago, we talked about Michi and when I was uh, 18 weeks pregnant, what they discovered and how much they hounded and hounded and hounded and hounded us to terminate. To the point where I felt like I'm never going to get out of this hospital unless I relent. So what I did is I relented to a second opinion. They would let me go if I just went, you know what, I'll have a second opinion. The answer is no, but just to get some respite and get out of here, I'll go get a second opinion. We'll get some more tests done because they wanted me to have an amniocentesis. And again, I'm not that brave. I didn't want a big needle stuck in my belly button. Plus there's always the um, chance that the baby can actually miscarry just through the procedure. So we agreed that we would go and have a second opinion and we went uh, to the hospital in the city, went to the top specialist there so we could have this second opinion. And we already knew we weren't going to do anything about it, we weren't going to act on it. But I have to tell you that the pressure was unrelenting in their pushing to do what it is they wanted. And again, oh, this is no slight on the doctors in the medical profession, they're doing what they think is best. And... Um, just that I, I think Tony and I are pretty strong and pretty, this is what we're going to do. But I can tell you the pressure that we felt because they know more, they're better, they're more experienced, they have better answers. The, the pressure is constantly there. So as we drove into the hospital, I looked at Tony and I said, you know, I really don't want to have this uh, procedure, but here's um, possibly an option. If they come back as a second opinion, and suggest to us, look, we really advise you based on this, this, this and this, that you go ahead with the uh, amnio. Should we just agree that, God, that's you going before us and we'll do it? And so we talked about it and we said, you know what, we've got to understand, they do know more than us, they do this. So we said, Lord, if this is what you would like us to do, then this is, this is what we'll do. If he comes back and says, go ahead, have the amnio, you need to have it, I strongly suggest because of this, then we'll do it. I said, you know, I don't want to, but I'll do it. So he did all the tests and he left and he had a bit of conversation. Then he went, I thought he was the top guy, but then he brought another uh, lady in and came in. She just said to us, Mrs. Rainbow, we've looked at it. We understand your concerns and what you don't want to do. And we just think, if you don't want to go ahead, I didn't even let her finish. So thank you, done. <laughs> Not going ahead. You know what? God works for you. I was at the end. I couldn't do anymore. I've tried everything. Tried my wise and persuasive words. I've suggested this. I've said, no, no, no. At the end, we said, God, you need to undertake in this situation. And I don't know what it is you're facing this morning. I don't know the circumstances in which you find yourself. And most of us are in circumstances we didn't choose or want. But what we have to remember is hero God is working for us. He's not only working in you, He's working for you. And when He wants to get us to a place when we go, okay, I can't do this anymore. I've tried all my best ways. That's why Scripture says it's not your wise and persuasive words. I've tried, I've done this, I've done that. How many times maybe you're looking for a job promotion and you're, you're trying to do all the right things, be seen, go to the right parties, say the right things, have the right conversations. If they see me do this, if I do that report, it's like, no. It's about God working. Say, so, Lord, 
Whatever it is, I'm just doing it and you are going to work for me. When we first moved into the old building that we had as a church, we um, were leasing it out and it was an empty space. And I remember we got the architect to draw up some plans as to how we would like to fit it out. And the architect did that and we said, hey, we really like that. And we'd saw, I mean, we were a church four years old, had signed a three-year lease and they knew that we'd have to undertake this building project. So we said to the architect, what's the likelihood of the owners building and fitting out the building for us? And he just laughed at us and said, not going to happen. He goes, no, no, no. He said, the best you can hope for is they'll do it, but then they add it to your rent. So we said, okay, Father God, hero God who works for us, this is what we would like to do. Can I tell you, when we presented the plans to the, uh, to the owners and said, this is what we'd like to do, they said to us, you know what, we'll do that for you. Hero God works for you. And I share those stories with you to encourage you. Not only is the same power that raised Jesus from the dead at work in you, that same power is working together for you. I don't know if you're facing a mountain that looks bleak. I don't know if you're at the point where you can't go on anymore. What I do know is that's one of the best places to be because God says, now, now I can be a hero. I don't need to be a hero for you if you've got it all under control. I mean, you don't call a hero out when because you want to be the hero of the story. It's like, if I'm feeling good and I'm on top of things, I don't need a hero. I am the hero. But God, He's got you at a place He wants you to be because He needs to show you every name He bears is a blessing He shares. He wants to be hero in and through and for you. You're stronger than you think you are because hero God is not only working in you, He's working for you. And thirdly, hero God works through you. Acts 1.8 says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Just as hero God wants to work in you, just as hero God wants to work for you, His power is available to work through you. And I mentioned it before when I was doing my study and reading different things about the prophecy. One of the um, commentators says it this way, every name that he bears is a blessing that he shares. His name is Hero God. It's the name he bears. The blessing that he shares with us is he wants to be Hero God for us but He wants to be hero God through us. He wants you and I to fight for others. I think one of the greatest things that was ever said to me last year after walking through uh, the health journey with Tony and some of the things and the situations in which I found myself, Pastor Danny got up here publicly and said, Kath, this is what God wants to tell you. He said, People look at you now and they go, because you can, I can. And I think that's the greatest compliment anyone could ever receive. Because I know me. I know who I am. I know what I'm good at and what I'm not good at. And what I'm not good at is more than what I'm actually good at. And so for God to say, honey, I am really pleased because you just let hero God, me, and my power work in you, 
You let me and my power work for you. And because you did that, I'm able to work through you. Do you know how many people now go, if she did it, I can. And someone said to me, oh, that's a bit of a slap in the face. I said, no, that's a badge of honour. And I wear it because it's not me. It's hero God and the power that's readily available to me working through me. And it's a responsibility of all of us as believers. It's not about, oh, look at me and what I can do. It's about, did you see what God did? Like my husband is laying on a theatre bed right now, preparing to have surgery on Mother's Day, and I'm preaching. And I actually thought I did all right. And... I say that not to get claps, but you have to understand, I'm one of those, I don't feel, everyone says, how did you go? I go, oh, okay. I never feel like I've smashed anything. I just think, okay, God, if this is what you asked me to do, it's um, hero God working in me. Hero God working for me. Hero God working through me. It's about, but you know what? The best thing is that people go, well, if you can do it, I can do it. So if you know how to be able to let God work through you, then I can Learn how to let God work through me. And your circumstances might be different than mine and your situation different than mine, but it's the same God, the same power, and He wants to do the same thing in, for, and through you. I remember, and Tony has shared it, those first couple of weeks when he was laying there, he was just struggling to breathe. And I just came in every morning and I just read his devotional over him. He couldn't read, he couldn't even concentrate, he couldn't make the um, pages. Elise had done a really nice um, music iPod. We had that playing constantly. We just had praise and worship just playing constantly in his room. And I came in every morning in that hospital and just read his devotional. I'm not saying it was pretty, because sometimes, you know, when you read it and you've got the... (laughs) And you're trying to read, and it was a devotional on faith. And I'm reading it going... (laughs) <laughs> and Tony's crying and I'm trying, you know, and because you're trying to be like, no, I'm the strong one here. <laughs> it's just like, it was ugly. But God wants to work through you. Tony says, you know what? It wasn't his faith. It was the faith of others. It was me reading over him. It was um, the people around the world that were praying for him. God wants to work through you. I'm sorry, but your life is not about you. It's about time we woke up and realised that. We're so self-absorbed and self-centred. But God says the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, the same power that holds the keys of death and hell, it's in you. But more importantly, not only is it in you, it's got to get through you because there's a company of people. There's a world out there who need to see the power of God. Not so they can look at you and go, oh, look how good she is. No, so they can look at God and say, look how good God is. Hero God, a power available to you and I that wants to work through you. I'm going to ask if the musos can come back up, please. So what is our conclusion? How do we respond to Hero God? Well, I think our response has to be like the police commissioner, Jim Gordon, in Batman. Now, I know I dish Batman, but I do like him. It's just that Wonder Woman's better. Oh, sorry, Batman. <laughs> sorry. Don't, don't. I should remember he's friends with bats, and I don't really like bats. So. But you know what, Gina, I don't know. I'm showing my age here. 
because, you know, the old 70s Batman. But do you know what Commissioner Gordon used to do? If he saw the Joker running havoc or the Riddler, riddle me thee, riddle me that. If he saw Gotham City under attack and his precious people being attacked, do you know what he did? He recognised he needed help. And hero God is there for you. Every name that he bears is a blessing that he shares. But you have to recognise the fact you actually need a hero. You have to recognise, you know what, I can't do this on my own. I don't actually have that capacity or ability. And we've got to be like Jim Gordon and recognise we need to call in our superhero. The other thing, the next thing that Jim Gordon does is he sends out the bat signal for help. You see it in the sky. You know, So Batman sees it and he responds to that. You and I have to send out the signal. We're really good at sending out the signal that, no, we're cool. We got it. I'm in control. I don't need hero God. But you know what? We all need hero God because every name that he bears is a blessing that he shares. And we need to send out the signal and say, God, I'm tired of doing this on my own. I'm tired of trying to work it out in my own power. Warren Wearsby said, horsepower. There's this quest for power, but the greatest power we need is a spiritual power that can only come from hero God. So we need to recognise our need for help, send out the signal for that help, and then we just have to surrender to it. Can you imagine if Batman rocked up to help the damsel in distress and she turned him away because, no, no, no. Oh, I wanted Superman. I think at the end of the day, I like Superman better because he's way better looking. But if I'm in trouble, just give me any superhero, please. You know what? But you know, that's a picture of what we do with God. We have to surrender to hero God. But we struggle because we go, but I don't, no, I don't like the way you're asking me to do it. But forgiveness? What? Pray for them? No. Offence? Actually, go up and say that I'm offended. Addiction? Okay, don't put myself in that position where they're there. Don't go to the pub. Don't go to the gambling, whatever it is. Surrender to what it is hero God is asking you to do. It's a picture of lifesavers. You know, they say the most dangerous part of when they're performing a rescue is when the lifesaver actually gets to the drowning person. Because what does the drowning person do? They're just trying to grab all and get on. They're trying to rescue themselves still. And they always, the lifesaver is always trying to get behind them, get them to relax, get them on their back, surrender and trust me. Hero God has a power available to you and a power available to me. And that power is working in us. That power is working for us. And that power is working through us. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you have any questions, please email us at admin at victorychurch.net.au. 